Get ready for Cardinals Rams Sunday. Two desperate football teams meeting on the field at SoFi Stadium. To give us the Rams perspective, we welcome back our friend of the show, our former co-worker, Jordan Rodriguez, who covers the Rams for the Athletic, joins us here on the Arizona Sports Line. Jordan, how are you? I'm good, guys. I got to tell you, last time uh, I was in town for Rams Cardinals, I got perhaps one of the more epic Dan Bickley rants uh, up in the press box. And then I was stoked to read about it in this column the next day, too. So great to be talking to you guys. And uh, man, what, what a season both of these teams are having, huh? Oh, the drama, Jordan. The drama. It never ends. I think that's weird that you would say that because my man Bickley is not prone to rant. I always rant. It's <laughs> my blessing and my curse. Uh, all right, we got to start with the big news that came out yesterday. On a Wednesday, after a Sunday game, Matthew Stafford going into concussion protocol. I know there's probably not a lot of concrete information, but what do you know about this situation and the severity of it, Jordan? Yeah, well, first, I do know that um, after Sean McVay's press conference, when they said that he went into the protocol um, that day, which was a Wednesday, uh, team spokesman came back in and said, uh, no, 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 he actually went in the protocol on Tuesday. Um, so it's a very murky situation unfolding right now in Los Angeles. Um, you know, it's interesting because this group, they are not necessarily uh, confirming that he has been diagnosed with a concussion. Um, it's possible to be in the concussion protocol without actually having a concussion, mm-hmm. but after having concussion-like symptoms, I know that's a very fine line. But um, so right now, like I said, it just kind of illustrates the the point where this is a, a very gray area right now. Um, there's not a lot known about what's going on with Matthew or how he's feeling. Um, but they did find after the game that he was um, expressing some concussion-like symptoms, and so now he's in the protocol. And John Walford, who the Arizona Cardinals are actually familiar with, uh, would be the guy <laughs> backing backing him up in that case. And also, right. Arizona Hotshots yeah. fans are right, familiar right. with well, but we gotta, let, Let's back this up for a second here because uh, the implications, and I don't know whether this is true or not, but, but Matthew Stafford, as you know, Jordan, is as tough as they come at the position. And like Tua, he's one of those guys that you kind of have to protect from himself. And if he came you know, after the game with these symptoms, it means that you know, he maybe got concussed during the game. I guess the long-winded question is, it, 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 doesn't it feel like the Rams are going to have to err on the side of caution even for perception's sake to protect their quarterback absolutely i mean you guys saw the way that he got hit in that tampa bay game and we know that concussions are fickle and scary and very nuanced injuries where it can be anything at like head hitting the ground um you know it's all about sort of that that what the uh, you know the experts call that brain slosh of what happens inside the skull when the, the body faces any sort of contact um, or any sort of external physics. And so it, it's it, it's very, very tricky. And yes, you know, everyone talks about Matthew Stafford as tough as they come. And it was very telling to me that right out of the gate, Sean McVay was saying, listen, we have to look at the, the person right now and not just the player. And so to me, that indicated that, yes, this group is going to err on the side of caution, especially because, and I, and I asked this question directly of him yesterday, you know, at what point do you revisit, you know, the entire game start to finish and see did did we miss something did the spotter or independent consultant did they miss anything because everybody said including Sean McVay and John Walford when we talked to him in the locker room after nobody saw any signs uh, or, or everyone saying nobody saw any signs or any symptoms during the game itself it was only through those post-game checks 
where they kind of see where every player is at post, mm-hmm. you know, in, in juxtaposition to their baseline test that they take at the beginning of the year, that they sort of discerned that there was something going on. Jordan Rodriguez from The Athletic, our guest here on the Arizona Sports Line. Uh, here locally, the Arizona Cardinals currently have an offensive line problem with injuries. It's not the only reason for their struggles. Uh, the, the, the L.A. Rams have had a season-long offensive line issue. I don't think it's the only reason for their, their problems so far this year, Jordan, but you would know better than I, I would. How much of the, the Rams' struggles offensively are on that offensive line? I wouldn't say all. Um, I would say 95%, though. <laughs> I think, um, you know, they, they kind of faced and are facing a, a position catastrophe here. I mean, nine different offensive line alignments in nine different games. And you guys know this. You've been watching it for years. The, the Sean McVay, Kyle Shanahan offense, it is progression-based. It is timing-based. It relies, especially in the run game, for one layer to open up another layer to open up another layer in terms of the blocking. And then it also relies on, um, you know, timing and progression within the route concepts and within some of those high-low layers and some of those um, crossers that they love to run. And it just hasn't – the protection has not been there. And it's not really for lack of, I think, a plan. I think they have a lot of things that they wanted to do, a lot of things that I saw them roll out during training camp with a lot of their, their skill position players and things that they, they can't do. You know, we talked about this last time. Allen Robinson, for far too long when there's no protection, being featured on the backside of a progression, it's just not going to work. You don't have the time. Matthew Stafford can't even turn his head around to the left um, in, in order to find the, the receivers on the backside if he can't be protected long enough to do so if he's immediately under duress. And you can't really predict, obviously, as you guys know, you're dealing with it in Phoenix right now, can't really predict what injuries are going to happen and when. But this is unprecedented for a Rams team that has often been among the top three or four teams in the league in a lack of of relevant snaps lost to injury, according to Football Outsiders, um, including in their Super Bowl year. But this is my count, and and I'm going to sound like I'm reading off uh, sort of like the antithesis of lotto numbers here but this is my count it's two left tackles three left guards three centers five right guards and one right tackle that's rob havenstein holding it down on the right side that's the only guy who has not changed positions that's weird because the only guy who's been constant on the cardinals line is the right tackle as well kelvin beecham how about that (laughs) all right so uh so jalen ramsey lighting up the offense after that last second drive by Tom Brady last week. Uh, does this mean the Cardinals are going to face a desperate, angry team, or are they going to face a broken team? How is this all playing out internally? Well, I think it's up to them, right? Like It, it wasn't just Jalen either. I think their center, Brian Allen, who came back um, this last week and really is someone who um, politely people describe as tenacious, so you can read between the lines on that one. Um, they, he, he came out and, and said, you know, if, if we don't have guys who are going to strain and really kind of rip up the old copy into shreds and, and, and find a new way to do these things, then we got to find new guys. And, so, and then Jalen Ramsey's very pointed comments, and, and I think, frankly, I think fair comments directed toward the offense, which is going three and out at a 40% rate on the other side of defensive stops, takeaways, or turnovers on downs, by the way, which is freaking insane. Um, and so I think they, they really just got to figure out a way to not even kick the door down, but string together some consistent, some consistent drives and actually stay on the field 
and they just haven't been able to do that so far. And so I think it's, you know, I think there's anger on the defensive side. They're trying to keep everything cohesive, trying to stay together and stay connected. I think there is some valid frustration and anger on the defensive side. The defense is playing well. Um, and I think there's sort of this understanding on the offensive side that it's on them. They need to figure out a way to just stay on the field. If they can put drives together, usually they can make something happen if given the opportunity. Um, and it's going to be up to them whether they come into this just with their tails tucked between their legs or actually looking to put something together and, and get some cohesiveness going. Because, guys, this Rams offense – and hold on to something because this is mind-blowing. This Rams offense is going three and out at a higher frequency than any Matthew Stafford-led team for the first nine games of the season – in history, including some of those Lions teams. Wow. <laughs> yeah. We're talking Good to, thing I was holding on to something. <laughs> talking to Jordan Rodriguez from the Athletic. I warned you. Before I we, warned you. You did. Before we let you go, Jordan, look, the, the Rams are a proud team. They're the defending Super Bowl champions. Um, and I know they would never advertise this, but getting to four and five puts them back into the thick of this, this muddled NFC picture. Do they feel secretly, do you get the feeling that, wow, the Cardinals, a team that we have owned over the last four to five years is next up on, on their schedule? You know, I think it, it it's an opportunity, right? I think if you just look at it just on paper as logically as possible, um, no matter who you are, you think, hey, that's an opportunity for a team that has not found its identity yet on offense to try to put something together. Um, the, the only real positive drive um, consistently this season for them have really been against the Cardinals. And so for me, I, I think if I'm, if I'm them, I think you cannot let what on paper looks like an opportunity slip through your fingers. Obviously nobody in there will admit it. And then on the other side, you got to factor in this Cardinals team is um, sort of, it, it seems to me from afar spiraling in similar ways that the Rams are. So they got to figure out too, you know, it, it's basically like two, um, you know, wounded animals, each in one corner, sort of staring each other down and figuring out who's going to get out of the door first. Yeah. And this is going to be, it, 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 I think it's going to be sloppy and chaotic, but the winner of this game, I think they keep their season alive. Yeah. Jordan, great stuff as always. Good to talk to you. Thank Hope you, you're Jordan. doing well.